Hey there, and welcome back to the Purpose and Profit Podcast. I am your host, Jess Sato, and I am really looking forward to today's conversation. Last session, we dug into how do you choose the right TEDx event for you? And today I want to dig into once you know what event you're applying to, how do you begin the application process? And this is a really important conversation because the application is really the make or break part of this process. Often I will begin this work with people who are sitting before me, whether on Zoom or in a coffee shop, and they'll say something to the effect of, I think I need to do a TED Talk. And that is the invitation that we often need to begin the process of having a really rich conversation about your big idea, why you want to go through this process, and why you want to take this route in particular, right? Because there are tons of other ways you could go, whether that's writing a book or choosing to speak on different kinds of stages. Maybe it's hosting your own podcast, right? TED is not the only direction that you need to go. And then the other part of this conversation is what you want your impact to be. And that really speaks to the intention behind this process. I can tell you with 100% honesty, I do not work with people who only care about having a viral talk. Not only can we not control for that, but more importantly, it's the thing that doesn't actually matter, right? It takes away from the heartbeat and the reason why we would want to go through this process in the first place. Because let me tell you something, getting something to go viral, while that might be super satisfying, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to have the impact that you really want. So I like to dig into that question of what do you want your impact to be and why do you want to go through this process? And the answers to those questions really do form the foundation for everything else that we're going to talk about today. So before we dive into this, I want to dispel a couple of myths because there are tons about TEDx, but a couple that are specific to this application process. So I want to give you three myths and then we'll dig into the application process. So myth number one, I have to be invited or nominated to speak at an event. This is probably, gosh, maybe the biggest myth I hear. There are a few events that are nomination only, but the vast majority of events have a speaker selection process that you can either be nominated for or go through the self-nomination process. And every single TEDx event is different, right? That X means locally or independently organized, which means that they sort of follow a franchise model approach. So the application process that you're going to go through and the way they select speakers varies from event to event. But at the end of the day, virtually every TEDx event has a speaker selection process that you can apply through. Myth number two, I'm not famous. Can I still do a TED Talk? I love this one because it really 
speaks to the heart of the TEDx platform. And that is that TEDx is for anyone with a big idea. In fact, I would argue that TEDx is more for the regular person on the street who has a big idea, who has the experience and expertise to back it up, than for the published public speaker, for the expert, right? TEDx is looking for expertise, but you don't necessarily have to be the foremost expert in your field. And I'll talk more about that later. And then myth number three, my idea isn't big enough. This one is a doozy. And I hear a lot of potential TEDx speakers really questioning the bigness of their idea. But the best TED Talks are meant to, I like to say, they're meant to have you cock your head to the side and go, huh, I hadn't thought of it like that before. That doesn't require some big, giant, grandiose idea, right? What it does require is an idea that inspires curiosity, that potentially increases awareness around an issue or topic that's important to you. It's meant to give people new perspectives and in many cases compel you to take some action. My experience as a TEDx speaker coach and a speaker director for the last nearly five years have shown me time and time again that most people are simply too close to their big idea to have real perspective on whether or not it's quote unquote big enough. So I encourage you to spend time talking to people and sharing your big idea, right? Other people's perspective can be really powerful in keeping you from discounting the strength or the bigness of that idea. In fact, I have many conversations with people who are like, I don't think my idea is big enough. What do you think? And when we dig into it, we can see just how much richness and depth and unique perspective is contained within their thinking. So don't discount that big idea. Reach out. Heck, I am more than happy to jump on a call with you and talk through what your idea is, how we might start to formulate it for a TED Talk. As I say often, everyone has a TED Talk inside them. So let's not allow this question of big enough, good enough, expert enough to get in the way what you're trying to do from an impact perspective, from a message perspective in, in the world. So with those myths out of the way, I want to start the conversation around the application process. And as I mentioned, every TEDx event is independently organized. So that application that you're seeing, the theme that you're seeing, the way tickets are sold, everything about that, yes, it adheres to the large TED model, but is still controlled at the local level. So when you're looking at the application, and I know this is going to seem super obvious, but you need to read the application. I can't tell you how many times people will gloss over the little details that are really, really important. As I said, every TEDx event has a different speaker selection process and therefore a unique speaker application. 
And these applications, while they have some similarities, they vary in all kinds of ways. Everything from the kinds of questions they're asking, the lengths of the application, the maximum word and character counts. I know I've talked about character counts on here before, but let me tell you something. There is a huge difference between 250 words and 250 characters. So all of that gets factored into the application. And until you do a really thorough job of reading through the application, it's going to be difficult to really start to get your fingers into the mud and really massage what this application is ultimately going to look like. So my advice to you is read, reread, and then get someone to review your application against the requirements before you submit it. It would be really horrible if you had taken the time to craft an awesome application, but it got rejected because the video that you submitted alongside it was 90 seconds when it should have only been 60 seconds. The next part of this process, and probably the most important, I don't even want to say probably, it is the most important, is knowing your big idea. We've talked a lot about how TEDx is about your big idea, but most potential speakers really struggle to articulate their big idea in a way that is clear or concise. And every application includes a question along the lines of, tell us your big idea and why it's important. Your answer to that question will 100% determine whether or not you move forward in this process. So knowing how to take your big idea from this big nebulous thing that exists in your head, maybe a little bit on paper, and then put it in to the required maximum word or character count is really challenging. But this is your opportunity. And I really want to challenge you to think about this. This is your opportunity to be bold, to be specific, and to be clear about what you believe, why you think it matters, and why it's relevant today. Your big idea really almost always lives at the intersection of your experience, your expertise, and your passion. So as you're sitting down to answer that question, you know, it may be that you start out that process with a couple of paragraphs, but then you get to whittle it down, whittle it down, whittle it down. And that's actually what I do with my own clients. When I have people who are working with me in the big idea intensive, we sit down and over the course of two hours, we deep dive into who you are, what is your experience, what is your expertise, what is your idea, how does this matter? And all of that conversation, we then whittle down into a 250-word statement about what their big idea is. And then from there, we can expand or condense or collapse based on what the application requirements are. So if you are sitting there thinking, okay, I I don't even know where to start. Let me give you one of my favorite questions to get prospective clients really thinking about their big idea. And that is, what is not being said 
that should be said? The answer to this question starts to showcase your unique perspective and your point of view on the topic. So if everybody out there is talking about your topic, but in one particular way, and you're thinking to yourself, no, that's not right, or I don't believe that way or whatever, that's your opportunity to start to shift the narrative or to get people to think about your perspective on this big idea differently. So when you do the heavy lifting of digging into your big idea, massaging it, really trying to figure out what is the unique piece of information about this big idea that's worth sharing, that's where the magic is. Now, I have said this before, but let me say this one more time. Your story is not your big idea. Your story amplifies your big idea. What I mean by that is it's not enough to just fill in your story when you're answering this question. You have to dissect your story to figure out what is worth sharing. What is the lesson learned? What is the thing that people need to take away from your experience? That is the work. So don't shy away from this and don't shortcut it. This is where the rubber really meets the road and it will hands down be the thing that will allow you to move forward in the application process or your application to get tossed out. The next thing that I really encourage people to think about is to know why you're the right person to give this talk. And I'll tell you, this is a tough one, especially for women. We have been conditioned to minimize our opinions, to not always want to say why we are the expert or why we are the right person for the job. But TEDx is the place where you really get to embrace this concept. So you know that TEDx is about your unique perspective on whatever your big idea happens to be. So you didn't get to that big idea from nowhere. What is your personal or professional experience that led you to the conclusions that you're trying to make? What makes you a credible source of information for this topic, right? This is where you get to highlight that expertise and credibility. And when you do that, when you really own that, that's when you begin to gain the trust and ultimately the attention of the audience. Now, I want to address one thing here that I hear a lot of people say, and this kind of goes back to some of the myths of, you know, is my idea big enough? The same happens here. Who am I to be talking about this? Am I expert enough? And what I love about TEDx is that while TEDx is looking for experts, they have a very loose, and by loose, I mean basically non-existent definition for what qualifies you as an expert. So the way I like to think about this is, are you someone who knows or brings a unique perspective on a particular idea because of your lived experience, your educational background, your professional expertise, or other expertise that comes into, into play? right? All of that is what starts to feed into the credibility bubble. So really think about what makes you the right person to give this talk. And 
don't let questions of, am I expert enough? Am I, you know, fill in the blank enough get in the way of this process? You are a thought leader. So embrace your big idea, embrace all of that juicy goodness that you're bringing to the table, and then share it boldly on this application. And then, of course, on the TEDx stage. The next piece is emphasize the relevance of your message. And this is a big one. And we're seeing it more and more and more in terms of which big ideas are being selected for the stage. I already mentioned that TEDx is independently organized. And the idea behind it was that these are meant to be local events with big ideas. And that means that organizer, organizers are often looking for really credible speakers who can speak to issues that are affecting the people in those local communities and the surrounding communities. So you'll often see questions on applications about how are you connected to fill in the blank location. Why does this message need to be heard right now? That is because there's a whole concept of like really making sure that the ideas that we are putting out in the world matter to the people who will be sitting in the audience locally, but then also globally listening to these ideas. So as you dig into your big idea and you're working through that application process, I encourage you to start to find ways, if they're not already obvious, to connect like to connect those ideas to current events, social trends, or even challenges that you know the audience is facing. So for example, one of my clients did an amazing job of really highlighting AI and education, right? We were at a critical juncture and AI was and is and probably will continue to be a really pressing and popular trend. And so as she was submitting her application, she linked it to why this is important right now and how AI was a critical factor in that. I've also seen clients submit ideas, for example, in mountain communities, sex trafficking, human trafficking, et cetera, are really prevalent because these are insulated communities highly affluent in many cases. And so she was able to make that connection to a mountain community because this event was being held in a space like that. So really start to think about how all these pieces really fit together. The last thing I want to say here in terms of the application is to consider what the audience is going to walk away with. I often ask my clients, you know, what do you want the audience to know, feel, and do? And the reason we ask that is because it allows us to start the process of reverse engineering what this talk needs to look like. If we know where we're trying to go, if we know what we want this talk to be about, then we can work backwards and figure out how do we have to take the audience on that journey with us. TEDx is not a, how do I want to say this? It is not a keynote style kind of platform. It is not a rah-rah, inspirational talk kind of platform. We're often inspired by TED Talks, but they're really meant to be thought-provoking and informative and 
in many cases are meant to inspire the audience to take action, even if it is just having a newfound awareness. So as you prepare for the application and then ultimately what you want to say on that stage, really think about what you want the audience to take away from that conversation and then provide them with some practical steps that they can actively take part in, right? We want those ideas to move from idea to action. So I hope this has been helpful to really get you thinking about process of going through the TEDx application. As I mentioned, they're different depending on the event. There's a lot of variability, but at the core, these are some of the critical questions that event organizers are looking for, and they want you to be able to articulate in a very clear and size way what these answers will look like. Being a TEDx speaker is not for the faint of heart. It is a deeply transformative and very powerful experience because it's more than just delivering a talk on the stage. You can tell from the kinds of questions that we're asking on the application that it requires a really careful consideration of what your message is, why you really want to do this. And in that process, you start to do some self-examination. You start to figure out, man, do I really have what it takes to get through this phase? And then once you've been accepted to go through the deep work of writing a talk that is deeply impactful. So all of that gets factored in. And here's what I can tell you for sure. After working with tons of speakers now in various stages of this process, every single one of you, one of them, (laughs) and hopefully every one of you, every one of them will tell you that this process was really hard harder than they thought it would be, but 100% worth it. And not just because it got them on the TEDx stage, but because of what it did for clarity with respect to their business, their messaging, their marketing, and everything that's required from an entrepreneurial perspective. So I encourage you to spend some time really thinking about your big idea, why you, what you want the audience to walk away with. and. I make this offer to everyone. If you need help getting started, if you're unsure about your idea, if you want to just get some external perspective from someone who doesn't really know you, doesn't really know your idea, I am more than happy to just have a conversation about it. I will put the link to book a time slot on my calendar to dig into this process and answer any questions that you have. I don't want the application process to be a hindrance for you. If you have a message that you want to share with the world because you know that it is going to make a powerful ripple in the world, then I want to help you be a part of that. So I hope you have what you need. If you need additional information, you can go to jessicasato.com forward slash TEDx. I have a free guide on there that you can grab that will give you some additional perspective on how to craft your big idea and everything you need in order to be successful in this process. So I will leave you as I always do. Be bold, be brave, and go make an impact.